Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Shock doesn't even cover it. I was mortified. Nature's deadliest organisms. It felt as if my leg was going to burst. They hijack our bodies. It was like a demon was in her. Disable our immune systems. This is a doctor's worst nightmare. And eat us from within. I thought my daughter was dying right then and there. I'm going to lose my baby girl. For those infected, they are the monsters inside me. The city of Erie, Pennsylvania is situated in the northwestern corner of the state. It is home to Stephanie and Dale Brown. When I first met Dale, he was easygoing, fun to talk to. Stephanie has always put everybody before herself. Doesn't matter who it is. She would give you the shirt off her back if need be. Dale is a former emergency medical technician and currently works as a machinist. While Stephanie is a stay-at-home mom to the couple's two children, 11-year-old Madison and 4-year-old Alex. Alex, he's a go-getter. If it has anything to do with sports, baseball, hockey, he's absolutely right there. Dale and I parent really differently. He's more of the strict, intimidating one, and I'm more of the one to... I believe in old-school tough love. Stephanie and Dale are proud of their young son. But these two parents are about to be put to the ultimate test. One day, Stephanie, Dale, and Alex are relaxing at home. The couple recently bought their son a gift, and today he's excited to try it out. 
Alex convinced us to buy a laser pointer so he could play with the cat. He would run it across the floor, letting the cat run around. He absolutely loved it. It was like a big thrill for him. It was his, you know, favorite toy. He loves his cat. A few days later, Stephanie is waiting for Alex to return home from school. But the minute he arrives, she can tell something is wrong. When I saw Alex, I noticed he wasn't the same as when he left the house for school. He was not showing the excitement that he usually does. He seemed kind of tired. He was just ready to go in the house. Stephanie puts Alex down for a nap. And later that afternoon, she goes to check on him. He had a bit of a runny nose. I had given him a tissue, and I started thinking he was getting a cold. There was a tint of reddish color that is starting to come out of Alex's right nostril. I started to notice that he was losing color a little bit, and he just wasn't reacting to much. I started to get concerned. I started to think, what is going on? When Dale arrives home, Stephanie asks him to take a look at Alex. Dale had worked as an EMT in the past, so he was familiar with what shouldn't be so concerning and what should be. I checked on Alex. He seemed to have a runny nose, like maybe a cold. Dale tries to comfort Alex. But when he goes to touch him, it only makes things worse. Alex just screamed. He started crying. He was twitching. He was in pain. He told me that his stomach was hurting. Just went from what I thought was just a cold to something completely different. Something just was not right with my son. Dale and Stephanie rush Alex to the local hospital. The doctor looked at Alex, you know, took the light, looked in his nose, didn't see nothing. They examined Alex's stomach. The doctor explained it. He had a common cold. I was not accepted of that at all. This isn't just a cold. I had requested an x-ray. The doctor looked at me and said, Mrs. Brown, colds, viruses did not warrant an x-ray. Normally, I'm the one that does all the talking in the ERs with the doctors. But Stephanie stepped up and she told the doctor exactly what she thought. Despite Stephanie's pleas, the doctors refused to do an x-ray. After going about it for maybe 15 minutes, we said, okay, we will try it your way. Instead, he prescribes an anti-nausea medicine for Alex's stomach and a nasal spray for his runny nose. Still unsure about the doctor's diagnosis, that night, Stephanie and Dale monitor Alex closely. Alex said that his nose was hurting, so I got the nasal spray that the doctors had prescribed, and I give him two sprays per nostril. Alex did not take that very well. He let out a blood-curdling scream. I thought maybe, like, his nasal passage was cracked a little bit, 
to me, it was just like, unfortunately, putting salt on a wound. For the rest of the night, Dale does his best to keep his son comfortable. By the next morning, Alex is feeling a little better, which comes as a relief to Stephanie and Dale, as the family has big plans for the day. We had had a pancake breakfast fundraiser for the hockey team. Normally, Alex would have been extremely ecstatic, but he was still tired. Alex laid down for a little bit. He fell asleep. But when his parents check on him a couple of hours later, they can tell something is wrong. His face had a really, really sick look to it. I called his name a few times. He didn't answer. You could just look at him and tell he just really wasn't responsive. At this point, I'm scared. Something's wrong with my child. That sent every bell and whistle off in my head that something was not right. We are going to the ER. Dale and Stephanie immediately bring Alex to the hospital, where he's examined by a team of doctors in the emergency room. When we got to the ER, he wanted nothing to do with anybody. He didn't want anybody to touch him. Once the doctor got near his nose, he, you know, started crying. The ER team orders an x-ray. And on the computer monitor was the x-ray of my son's face. There was this white, round disc in his nasal cavity. From the x-ray, doctors can't tell what is lodged up Alex's nose. So they decide to try and remove it. The doctor took a pair of forceps and tried to grab the object and pull it out. Alex was in a lot of pain. He kept crying. Mommy, make him stop. Daddy, make him stop. Emotionally, it was killing me. All I kept telling Alex was, buddy, just hang on, hang on. It'll be over in a minute. But despite Dale's assurances, the procedure only gets worse. His instrument was bending. That was how lodged it was. Once he bent that tool, he looked at both Alex's mom and I and said, I can't get this out. Doctors have just discovered a foreign object lodged deep inside four-year-old Alex Brown's nose, but they are unable to remove it. So emergency room doctors bring in ear, nose, and throat specialist, Dr. Sidney Lipman. Alex's x-ray showed a large, round, metallic foreign body in his nose. It was probably the most dangerous foreign body a child can ingest. It was a button battery. A button battery is a small device used to power portable electronics, like remote controls or watches. Inside Alex's nasal cavity, the battery mixes with bodily fluids, causing an electrical current that triggers a chemical reaction. These chemicals burn Alex's flesh, leading to his severe pain and the pus and blood discharging from his nose. Shock 
doesn't even cover it. I was mortified. We were scared to death. I felt just helpless. How did this happen? Why? Any exposure to a button battery inside the body is extremely dangerous. So the amount of time that the battery remains undetected is critical. Severe damage can occur in less than two hours. Longer exposure can result in permanent disfigurement and even death. It's been almost 24 hours since Alex's symptoms began. So Dr. Lipman rushes him into the operating room where he attempts to extract the battery. I was shocked by the degree of damage. Alex had a hole the size of a quarter in his nose. During the two-hour operation, Stephanie and Dale wait anxiously for any news. I just kept blaming myself. If I'd have just noticed the signs and the symptoms and knew that that just wasn't right for my son, he may not have been going through as much as he did. Every time I used the nasal spray, he would get electrocuted by this little battery. I was horrified. Finally, Dr. Lipman is able to remove the battery, and Dale and Stephanie are reunited with their son. I woke up and I was all groggy, and I saw my mom and my dad. I was like, what's this happening? He was coming around, and uh, I was just rubbing his arm, and he kept telling me he was sorry. We know that babies put objects into their mouths to learn about their environments. But as children get older, it gets harder to explain why they put things up their noses or in their ears. Some people think kids are still exploring their surroundings. Others think it's just a form of play. And Stephanie believes that Alex stuck the battery from a laser pointer up his nose during a game with his sister. It popped in my head that the kids play with that laser pointer. I stuck that battery up my nose. I was trying to hide it from my sister. The damage to Alex's nose is extensive and will require years of treatment to fully repair. The road for Alex is going to be a long one. I had 27 surgeries. That makes me really strong. And today, although Stephanie and Dale are now divorced, they're both still there for Alex. Seeing what Alex has gone through and how he has overcome it, it just absolutely amazes me. He still comes out smiling like a champ. On average, every year in the United States, roughly 40,000 people visit emergency rooms with foreign objects stuck up their noses. The most common items are jewelry beads or small toys. But over 300 are button batteries. To prevent this, parents and caregivers should check battery compartments on electronic devices are properly secured at all times. We can learn to avoid hazardous objects lying around our homes. But monsters hidden in the wilderness are much harder to steer clear of. It was the worst pain I'd ever felt in my entire life. Her leg was just like three times the size of her other one. Jake Vollmer and Rita Beard 
live in Idaho Falls, Idaho. When I first met Jake, I thought he was a fun person and he was a complete goofball. Always made me laugh. Rita is really sweet and kind, and I really like that about her. Rita is a nursing student, while Jake has the dangerous job of drilling wells. Pretty much every day you get hurt, smash a finger, or get hit with a hose, or something happens. Jake's the kind of guy that when he gets hurt, he just puts a Band-Aid on it and gets right back at it. In their spare time, Jake and Rita love exploring the local countryside. They like to camp and fish and just like to do lots of fun things together. I love just being out and wandering around and seeing different things. One summer, Jake and Rita take a camping trip to the Mackey Reservoir in a remote part of Idaho. We thought this will be a good little weekend getaway. Just go have fun. We were walking to a little sweet spot on the river that I like to fish a lot. I walked behind him and I fell and hit my knee on a rock. And then when I stood up, it was bleeding really bad. I hit it pretty hard. It hurt really bad. Normally when she gets hurt, she'll make a big deal out of it. And I was just thinking that she's just exaggerating. Rita is adamant that she needs medical attention. So Jake drives her 45 minutes to the nearest clinic. So the doctor ended up putting nine stitches in and gave me an antibiotic just to be on the safe side. Rita and Jake return to the campground and the night passes uneventfully. But the next morning, Rita wakes up in agonizing pain. My knee was very swollen at this point. It felt kind of like, like somebody was just putting like a big weight on top of it. It was the worst pain I'd ever felt in my entire life. Rita Beard injured her leg on a camping trip with her boyfriend, Jake. And when she wakes up the next day, the pain is unbearable. It was hard to walk on it. That's when I told Jake, I can't really walk around and do much. Let's just pack up and leave and go home. I thought she was kind of babying it. I wanted to stick around and try to go fishing a little bit and hang out. Rita insists that she needs to leave. And reluctantly, Jake agrees. Back at home, Rita spends the night on the couch with her knee elevated. But the following morning, the swelling has spread. My whole entire leg was very swollen at this point. It felt kind of like something was in my leg. We kind of figured it was just from the bandages being too tight. I said to leave the bandages off to see if that would help the pain. Later that day, Rita's best friend, Christina, pops by to check on her. When I got to the house, Rita looked like she was pale. Her lips were almost blue. I knew that something really, really wrong with her. It, like, it was scary. Christina calls Jake, who by now is at work, and tells him to come home immediately. It's only been a few hours since he left, but the change in Rita's condition is startling. Her leg was just like three times the size of her other one. I was scared 
kind of trying to figure out what it could be. Like, it felt as if my leg was going to burst. That's how swollen and how bad it hurt. I didn't understand why I felt a thousand times worse. Something's clearly wrong with me. Jake and Christina take Rita to the nearest hospital, where a nurse checks her blood pressure. The cuff being on my arm hurt so badly. It just felt like somebody was like punching me like constantly, like a nonstop, just like torturing me. Rita's blood pressure is dangerously low. And as a nurse is checking her other vitals, Rita starts to lose consciousness. There were so many nurses and they were cutting my clothes off. And I thought, that's super weird. I don't really remember anything after that. Doctors rush her into intensive care, where she is seen by infectious disease specialist, Dr. Richard Nathan. Rita was obviously very ill. And there was redness and swelling up her right thigh. Dr. Nathan knows something is triggering a reaction inside Rita. But as he's trying to figure out what it is, he spots a new symptom. She started to retain a lot of fluid, you know, pretty much everywhere. Her lungs start to stiffen up. When that happens, you can't get oxygen into your body. With Rita now unable to breathe by herself, Dr. Nathan is forced to intubate her, then place her in a medically induced coma. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
When I walked into ICU and saw Rita hooked up to all the different machines and fluids, it was probably the scariest moment I've ever experienced at that point in my life. I was pretty scared, like I didn't know what was going on, if she was gonna die or if she was gonna live. With the mysterious condition spreading fast, Dr. Nathan orders an MRI of Rita's leg. The MRI showed that the muscle underneath was inflamed. It indicated that the leg should be looked at in greater detail. With no time to waste, the medical team wheels Rita into the OR. There, surgeons cut into Rita's leg. And what they find inside is disturbing. After injuring her leg on a camping trip, Rita Beard was soon clinging to life in intensive care. Now, doctors hope an exploratory surgery will reveal what is wrong with her. Underneath the skin, there was a lot of tissue that was dead or dying deep into the leg. To figure out what is causing the tissue loss, doctors send off a sample for testing. But it will take several days to get the results. And unfortunately, the dead tissue is infecting Rita's body quicker than Dr. Nathan can remove it. The medical team had to remove flesh from her leg every few days and it has the potential to spread throughout the rest of the body. We talked about the possibility of amputating her leg to save her life. It was hard to see somebody that you love so much going through that. For three days, Rita clings to life on a ventilator. Seeing the machines keeping her alive and not really getting real answers out of the doctors or the nurses, it was hard to deal with. While Rita's family holds vigil at her bedside, Dr. Nathan grows cultures from the tissue sample. One offers a potential breakthrough. We don't see this every day. We grew out a very mysterious organism. She had this unusual bacteria called Aramonas hydrophilia. We're like, what the heck is that? Because, you know, none of us really had heard of it. Aramonas hydrophila is a bacteria normally associated with fresh water. Inside Rita's leg, the bacteria release toxins that attack her muscles, destroying the tissue. As the body sends immune cells to attack the bacteria, they become overwhelmed, leading to her low blood pressure, swelling, and buildup of fluid in her lungs. One of the things that makes Aramonas hydrophila so dangerous is that when diagnosing a patient, it can be easily overlooked. If it's caught early, Aramonas hydrophila can be killed with antibiotics. But if unrecognized, it can lead to a flesh-eating infection called necrotizing fasciitis. And in up to 55% of cases, Aramonas hydrophila can be fatal. To save her life, Dr. Nathan gives Rita precisely tailored antibiotics, while surgeons continue to remove dead tissue from her leg. All Jake and Christina can do is be by Rita's side. 
I was always just trying, talking to her and holding her hand and tell her how much I love her. We tried to make sure that somebody was up reading to her, just trying to make sure that she wasn't alone. For three weeks, Rita remains in a coma. Then, Dr. Nathan notices a change. She was able to breathe on her own. And at that point, we felt she was coming out of the woods. With her lungs and other vital organs once again functioning, Rita finally regains consciousness. The moment I first seen her eyes open, I was happy and teary-eyed. When I first woke up, I just looked at my leg and it was completely like solid black. And I freaked. They said that you had a flushing bacteria. And I thought, how, how did I get that? Aeromonas hydrophilic can be found in bodies of fresh and brackish water all over the world. It normally causes illness in fish and amphibians, but when it comes into contact with humans, most likely through an open wound, it has the potential to wreak havoc. When I felt got the cut on my knee, the bacteria in the water got into my cut. I never thought I'm gonna be in the hospital fighting for my life, potentially losing my leg over this tiny itty bitty cut. Eight weeks later, bacteria-free, Rita is discharged from the hospital. She was lucky. We were able to get uh, enough dead tissue out and preserve the leg, but it could have gone the other way. Today, Rita carries the scars of her battle with Aramonas hydrophila, but she doesn't let it hold her back. She's still the same old crazy fun person that she's always been. I'm not done living quite yet. And I believe, like, given the second chance, I'm not going to waste it. To minimize the chances of getting an infection from Aramonas hydrophila, experts advise staying out of bodies of fresh or salt water if you have an open wound. If a cut does get wet, it should be properly cleaned. And at the first sign of infection, seek immediate medical attention. While some monsters attack our bodies, others infiltrate our minds. She just snapped. All of a sudden, it was a demon just coming out of her. The only thing left to do is talk to the big guy upstairs and say, hey, man, need your help. Lauren Cantaloupe and Rory Coretti live in Patton, Pennsylvania, where they have been in a relationship for over 16 years. We were together through high school, high school sweethearts the whole way through. Rory is a carpenter, and Lauren is an x-ray technician at a local hospital. Lauren, she's a people person. I would say I'm the more laid-back person. She's the more outgoing. When they're not working, Lauren and Rory often spend time with Lauren's dad, Greg. Family is everything to me. And Lauren, being my oldest daughter, is one of the most important people to me. But this close-knit family is about to be torn apart by a deadly intruder. One afternoon, Rory returns after a long shift at the construction site. 
Normally, Lauren is busy with chores, but today, something is amiss. She was laying on the love seat. Lauren wasn't ever one to lay around. Lauren tells Rory that she's suffering from a migraine. Migraines were pretty common occurrence with Lauren. When she had migraines, she basically just wanted no part of anything, just wanted to go to sleep and try to sleep it away. Wasn't really concerned about it. By the next morning, Rory is pleased to see Lauren's migraine has passed. And for the next few days, she seems to be her normal self. But then one evening, the young couple is relaxing with some friends when the night takes a bizarre turn. We were all just standing around, drinking beer, hanging out, laughing, joking. Out of nowhere, she just turned around, swung, hit me in the side of the face out of, for no reason. Everybody just pretty much stopped dead in their tracks. Like, what just happened? For several days, Lauren Cantaloupe has been suffering from painful migraines. Now, she and her boyfriend, Rory, are hanging out with some friends when her behavior suddenly turns violent. I was angry, but more confused because she has never acted like that. We just carried on, well, okay, we'll just blow that off, whatever. Maybe it was the booze. Maybe it was I said something wrong. Rory is confused about Lauren's behavior. But a few days later, he's given an even greater cause for concern. I was getting ready to go to bed, and uh, Lauren yelled my name. I went into the bathroom to see what was going on, and she was complaining that the side of her face was numb. Her nose was numb, her cheeks were numb. Fearing that something could be seriously wrong, Rory suggests that Lauren go see a doctor. She said, no, nah, I think I'll be fine. Lauren would brush off any health problems. She really didn't like going to the doctors. A few days pass, but instead of getting better, Lauren's condition gets worse. She was on the love seat, laying, watching TV, complaining that she had the flu. I asked her if she wanted anything. She said no, because every time she ate or drank, she got nauseated. For the rest of the day, Rory checks on Lauren. But on one occasion, he's alarmed when she is nowhere to be found. She wasn't in the love seat. She wasn't in her bedroom. I went into the bathroom, and she was laying on the floor. Weak real weak from everything going on. It was getting to the point I was starting to get concerned about it. Rory and Lauren go to the emergency room where they are met by Lauren's father, Greg. But as they're waiting to be seen, Lauren's behavior suddenly becomes erratic. A doctor come in and just out of the blue, Lauren hated the white coat that had on. She just snapped. She was, I mean, freaking veins coming out of her throat, just screaming, yelling. She was yelling at me, let go of me. Who are you? What are you trying to do to me? It was like a demon was in her. The medical team is left with no choice but to sedate Lauren. I've never seen Lauren act like that in my life. 
It sounds like there was something inside, yes. Something inside of her that's telling her to do this stuff. Doctor's first theory is that Lauren's strange behavior could be the result of a neurological condition. So they perform a spinal tap to analyze the fluid surrounding her brain. Within an hour, the results come back. Doctor came in and was explaining that they found encephalitis. Encephalitis is an inflammation of the brain. This dangerous condition can be caused by bacteria, a virus, parasites, or even a fungus. It can result in seizures, paralysis, and death. But the medical team has no idea what is triggering Lauren's case. Nurse came in and said, can you start waking her up so we can send her for more tests? Uh, trying to wake her she's not waking you know we, we can't get her awake they told us you need to leave lauren has slipped into a coma so doctors transfer her to the intensive care unit and place her on life support we walked into the icu and she was laying there with a tube in her throat and one down her nose to see her in that condition was scary. I thought my daughter was dying right then and there. Tears came to my eyes, thinking I'm gonna lose the baby. I'm gonna lose my baby girl. I thought she was dying. I was going bye-bye. Pretty much the only thing left to do, I thought, was talk to the big guy upstairs and say, hey, man, need your help. With all their test results coming back negative, doctors go back to the drawing board and review a full-body CT scan. And it's there that they discover a small dot on Lauren's ovary. At first, doctors assume it is an ovarian cyst, a common condition that is normally harmless. But on closer examination, they determine it is not an ovarian cyst at all. It's something far more unusual and deadly. The doctors believed that it was a teratoma. A teratoma is a tumor made up of tissues such as hair, teeth, and even brain matter. Inside Lauren's body, the teratoma grows on her ovary. As it does so, it tricks Lauren's immune system into attacking healthy cells, including her own brain, leading to her headaches and erratic behavior. Untreated, it will kill her. The name teratoma comes from the Greek word teratomas, which means monster. It's an apt description given that teratomas are made up of tissues from other organs. But the ones that contain brain cells wreak the most havoc because they can lead to encephalitis, and that can be fatal. He actually called it a parasitic twin. We were all just like, what, what, how, where, why would that grow inside of somebody? It's really scary. You never, you know, it's like out of a horror film. Doctors extract the teratoma from Lauren's ovary and give her medication to prevent her immune system from further damaging her brain. 
but it's impossible to know the extent of the brain damage she has already suffered and if she will ever wake up. For the next three weeks, Lauren remains in a coma. Every night I would make sure I gave her a kiss goodnight, told her I love her. And mornings come over, same thing, start talking to her again, hey, we're here. Then, while Rory and Greg hold vigil at Lauren's bedside, they see the glimmer of hope they've been waiting for. Kind of woke up and everything was still a blur to me. I didn't know that I was in a coma for three weeks, so I didn't realize why I was there. I remember being surrounded by my family and friends, though. That was the happiest moment to see her eyes opened again. I have my baby back. But how did Lauren get the teratoma? What causes teratomas to form in the ovary isn't completely understood, but ovarian teratomas are most common in women of childbearing age, and scientists believe they may begin to form because of changes in the reproductive cells during puberty. It is likely that the teratoma had been inside Lauren for years, perhaps even causing her frequent migraines. But now, after months of rehabilitation and physical therapy, Lauren is finally back to her old self. Today, I feel much better. There's still some memory problems, a lot of things that I don't remember from day to day. Other than that, I feel really good. After going through everything I've gone through, I'm very grateful for everybody in my life. It did make us closer because of everything we went through together, I figured if that didn't separate us, probably nothing was going to. Life's short. Live it as a dream and just enjoy life. Although women are far more likely to be affected, teratomas can also form in men, most often in the testes. Most teratomas are harmless and as a result are only discovered during routine examinations. But once identified, the tumors should be monitored closely. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. 
and you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.